Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. God rest ye merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. Remember Christ the Savior was born on Christmas Day to save us all from Satan's power when we had gone astray. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. Good morning, 610 here on News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. It's the 28th. It's the Thursday after Christmas, and uh, we'll be back to regular music next week, don't worry. But, uh, man, I do still love, I do love the Christmas music um, in, in its appropriate dose. <laughs> I don't start it early, and I don't quit it too fast either. Did you see this story headline from yesterday is that um, California Pizza Hut franchises are laying off workers ahead of the minimum wage hike that's set to go into effect in the new year. In case you didn't catch the news, California is raising its minimum wage from 16 an hour to $20 an hour. $20 an hour. And what do, what do conservative free market capitalists like myself always say about minimum wage hikes? If you raise the minimum wage what you will do is you'll have less you know fewer employees because that is an input cost to your business and customers are only willing to pay so much on the back end cuz that's where the money has to come from and if you raise the price of labor what you'll get is fewer laborers the dirt <laughs> or you get an increase in the sticker price cuz there's no other place where you can solve that problem it's not like they're just sitting around burning money in the middle of the day thinking, man, it's good to be in fast food, <laughs> right? The margins in fast food are so small. Anyway, um, don't get me wrong. Franchises work, but they work because the whole ecosystem of the economics of how those things are built work together to produce an end result. And if you raise the price of labor by 25%, well, you're going to have a result. And the result is they're getting rid of delivery drivers. Uh, USA Today had a good story on this. LA Times had a good story on this yesterday. Uh, the layoffs, which are 1,200. Pizza Hut is laying off more than 1,200 delivery drivers in California. They're basically ending having de- delivery drivers. And what they're doing, and it's it's by franchise group, you know, each on its own. Okay, so this is not every place in the whole state. But um, they basically put out notice that they're, you know, a couple of these different franchises are like, man, we can't do this anymore. So what's going to happen is they're just not going to have delivery. You're going to either get like Grubhub or DoorDash or whatever. I use these services. So I know DoorDash is Grubhub is also a delivery service, right? Okay. What's there? Are there others? Yeah. Oh, there's Postmates. There's See, uh, Lyft. There's uh, I, Shipped. I don't. I don't use them. I mean, right. I've used them one time. One time. Candy would be so angry at me because she used to live off of DoorDash. But no, I. I don't. I don't get the appeal because to me the cost is not worth it. Um, that's why I don't do it. Uh, but we're also the kind of people like I just assume get it faster and go drive five minutes to the Papa John's or the Domino's or the, you know, wherever, Lost Pizza, and get my pizza. That's how I'd rather do anyway. Um, so I'm not that person. But the result is that they're going to make pizza in-house, and the only people who are going to deliver it are going to be, you know, you or maybe somebody who's working for a delivery service because the price has gone up so much. 
And by the way, it's supposed to go up to $25 an hour over the next 10 years. It's raising. And we're, I mean, Florida's rising also. I was looking at the, the USA Today story had an interesting, um, like a chart of the whole U.S. by the time the year is over, you know, kind of where everybody's going to be. I think we're scheduled to go to $13 an hour here in Florida. The national is still just, what, seven and a quarter, I think. Um, and there's a whole range of states. I mean, you know, like Illinois is at 14 and neighboring Wisconsin is seven and a quarter still, which means federal minimum wages in, in effect. Uh, in fact, there's about half, maybe right around half the states are at the federal minimum wage. And it's not, kind of funny to look at the map because you see like New Hampshire is at the minimum of, of the federal seven and a quarter. Vermont is 1367 and Maine is 1415. New York and Massachusetts are at 15 apiece. So um, it's... <laughs> It's just the basic question of where does the money come from? It's a nice thing to say we're going to raise the minimum wage. It sounds wonderful to require people to pay more for labor. But then what's the effect of that? You know, there's always going to be effect. And look, in inflated marketplaces like California or New York, you can see the argument being made a little bit better for it. But in place, you know, because you're not really changing it too much over what the market, but if you jack it up 25%, trust me. And those are, of course, you know, entry-level jobs, jobs that people aren't typically all that eager to do anyway, and that's its own problem, but, you know, just cutting off entirely delivery for us. It's, it's hard to imagine a, a pizza place saying, you know what, it just costs too much to have delivery. We're just not going to have delivery anymore, but that's what they're doing. 6.15 on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Jake's got traffic on the fives. We're looking great out there this morning. Nothing showing up on the map. No major accidents or slowdowns to speak of. I-10 and I-110 are at posted speeds. Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre is flowing smoothly. Highway 90 out of Milton through Pace is looking good. And Highway 29 south through Cantonment flowing as well. If you see anything out there this morning, let me know. 437-1620. Call or text. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Thanks so much, Jake. If you're thinking about that next vehicle and trying to decide where to go, I recommend Frontier Motors. I've been talking about them for years. The reason I talk about them is because I became a customer first. We went there because I had a car. Nobody else had the car. We found a car. We bought the car. It was great, okay? But what I like about Frontier is they really are. I know Dave Ramsey's recommended them for years. They're like the perfect Dave Ramsey idea where you don't want to spend the money on a brand new car because you want to avoid the depreciation loss. You don't mind taking a car that's been owned by somebody else briefly for a year or two, but you're still getting a car that is great, that is super reliable. Like, you know, sometimes a used car is the, well, I hope it works, <laughs> you know, or uh, something like that. It's, it's getting toward the middle of the end of its uh, useful life. Frontier cars are almost new. You know, they're reliable. They're cars that you don't have to worry about, but you, you know, so you get them with a lot of lifespan left, just, you know, minus that first ten or 20,000 miles, a year, two, three years old, low miles, great condition, uh, A, quality cars and good prices. That's what they specialize in. Frontier Motors, serving the Pensacola community for more than 25 years, right behind the big buffalo on Beverly Parkway. Be sure to tell them Andrew McKay says hi. Now it's time for another tip from ADX Digital, your comprehensive digital marketing partners. Many businesses in our area ask us point blank. Why do I need you, meaning ADX Digital, to do my business's digital marketing? Why can't I just do it on my own with Facebook and Google? Well, just because you can does not necessarily mean you should. The reality of it is digital marketing is constantly changing, growing, and evolving. Are you up to date with the latest advancements, trained in the latest technologies and platforms? Do you really have the time to design all the ads on your own, read the eBooks, plan the campaign, and begin to try to learn all of this stuff yourself? Aren't you already responsible for holding down the workload of two, three full-time jobs already? It's time you contact our trusted team of media experts at ADX Digital. We are your trusted team for community partnerships and radio marketing and a comprehensive list of opportunities available for you in the online digital marketing space. 
We invite you to email us today at connect at adxdigitalmarketing.com to get started on your path to a digital marketing partnership. ADX Digital, your comprehensive digital marketing partners. Delicious seafood is what you'll find at David's Catfish House. David's Catfish serves only the best Mississippi catfish and fresh Gulf seafood, as well as generous portions of their delicious southern sides. Backed by popular demand, every Thursday is Shrimptastic Thursday, featuring $5 off their popcorn shrimp dinner or all-you-can-eat popcorn shrimp dinner. Serving fresh seafood daily, visit David's Catfish House on Dogwood Drive in Milton and New Warrington Road in Pensacola. Welcome to David's, where southern and seafood meet. The cooler weather in Pensacola is a great time of the year for gardening, whether it's planting roses, planting shrubs and trees and cool weather color, and of course, planning for spring. This is Mike Wiggins. If you've got gardening questions, we've got answers on the News Radio Garden Line every Tuesday morning at 9 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. And if you miss us on Tuesdays, then catch the Encore Edition every Saturday morning at 9. Sponsored by Pensacola Hardware, Blue Sky Landscaping, Barnes Feed Store, and Lucky's Pine Straw. Did you know you can get your prescriptions for less at your local pharmacy? You can with GoodRx. It's the free app that can save you money on your medications. Just search for your prescription, choose the pharmacy and the price that works best for you, and then show your GoodRx coupon to your pharmacist at the drop-off counter. GoodRx works at over 70,000 pharmacies, including Walmart, Rite Aid, and Walgreens, and it works whether you have insurance or not. It's easy to save. Next time you drop off your prescription, check GoodRx. To start saving today, go to GoodRx.com. GoodRx is not insurance. Hi, this is Steve Taylor in the newsroom and making my New Year's resolution, which I keep every year. What's my New Year's resolution? To never make New Year's resolutions. Happy New Year! The tradition of Festivus begins with the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now, you're going to hear about it. It's um, it's not the traditional hymn that you were maybe expecting, mm. but it is the spinal tap you needed. <laughs> so good. I would have never thought to include that in my uh, my holiday rotation, but then one one I mean maybe a year or two ago we were watching Spinal Tap again as one should do periodically, mm-hmm. and I thought, oh yeah. <laughs> Love it. 620 and News Radio 923. Oh, and speaking of Christopher Guest, we just watched uh, Princess Bride again. And um. uh, I, you know, it's funny. You know how, like, Robin uh, Wright, uh, for a long time, Robin Wright Penn, but now Robin Wright, um, from House of Cards and a bunch of other stuff. Um, I mean, seriously, a lot. She's the princess, Buttercup. I did not know. And my wife's like, that's Robin Wright. And I'm like, no, it's not. And I'm looking at her, I'm like, I still don't see it. <laughs> But it really is. It really is. Our 621 on News Radio 92.3. Had a bowl game yesterday, the Holiday Bowl. USC uh, taking on Louisville. Uh, first kind of what I consider the first significant bowl game of the year. And, you know, it's not one necessarily everybody was watching, but I was watching it was regular TV, and it was a pretty good game. Uh, Louisville expected to dominate, you know, coming in as the number 15 ranked, and USC not ranked, and USC playing their backup quarterback. Like their primary quarterback was uh, not playing, and so they had their backup in. And you think, what's going to happen here? Well, Louisville scored first easy, no problem. And then, you know, there was a fumble recovery turn score. There was a punt block score. USC got ahead. And then toward the end of the half, USC, uh, they were, it was 21-14 at the, at the time. Clayfield, Moss steps up in the pocket, avoids contact. And another touchdown, 
This is the backup quarterback. This time, Jacoby Lane. 31 yards, 31 I think. 31 yards, Miller Moss. Unbelievable. And he was like. Backup quarterback, starting for Caleb Williams tonight, has thrown four touchdowns in the first half. In this particular play, he was surrounded by, like, three guys are about to tackle him in the backfield, and he throws a, oh, I hope it goes. <laughs> and Kate, and uh, Jacoby Lane picks it up in the end zone. In the um, in the third quarter, US, uh, Louisville had come back a little bit, so it was 28-21 uh, to 21 at this point with about four minutes to go in the third quarter. 11th play of the drive coming up. First to 10 at the 11. Miller Moss throws the fade. Again. That's five touchdowns for this young man. Not too bad for his first game starting. <laughs> Holy smokes. And then, uh, and he got a couple, I think it was Taj Washington was the uh, the player that he threw a couple to before those ones. And then finally toward the end of the fourth quarter, about, well, middle, 10 minutes to go or so, uh, it was 35-21, to 21, same score at that point. First down and 10 at the 44, Moss on the play fake, sprints out, goes deep. He's got his man, caught, touchdown, SA. Amazing. Have a start, kid. Hey, you want to start next year? <laughs> Beginner, were, beginner's luck. They were going to have to go to the portal to find a quarterback for next year, and now they're like, huh, oh, maybe we got something going on here. A record for the Holiday Bowl, a record uh, for the USC, for USC, and also a record for the now no longer existent Pac-12 uh, <laughs> for six touchdowns in uh, in a um, in a, a, a bowl game. Also, did you see? I didn't watch this game at all, but um, Texas State played Rice. In the first responder bowl, and I know some of these bowl game names are ridiculous, but okay, the Tex- Texas State plays Rice at SMU, and this was the only thing I know about this game. I read this off of a, uh, a Texas football website. Texas State side of SMU's Gerald Ford Stadium was out of beer with 12 minutes left in the second quarter of the first responder bowl. <laughs> Get that, though. Only the Texas State side was out of beer. <laughs> the Rice side still had plenty. So what did they do? Well, the Bobcat faithful ransacked Rice's side of the stadium, and there wasn't any booze left on the premises five minutes into the third quarter. (laughs) Except for the little small bottles of Southern Comfort in everybody's purse. I'm just, you know, there may have been a little import, but yeah, no. (laughs) That's just funny. 437-1620, I'm Andrew McKay. David Wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines. David? Israeli forces are launching raids into the occupied West Bank. The military launched an assault on uh, 10 different cities, including Ramallah, the uh, headquarters of the Palestinian Authority. A Confederate monument has been taken down in in Jacksonville. Uh, Crews began removing the Women of the Confederacy statue from Springfield Park yesterday. And uh, last night again, no Powerball winner. The jackpot rolling over again. That now uh, is going to be up to $760 million for Saturday's drawing. As you know, that's my non-Dave Ramsey-approved retirement plan. No, that's that's why I don't play is because it never pays off. Yet. <laughs> There's always a chance, Andrew. <laughs> David, thanks so much for the update. 625 on News Radio 92.3. Jake's got traffic on the fives. Uh, we're looking great out there checking the maps here. I'm not seeing any accidents reported by uh, FHP. 
And uh, on the traffic congestion map, I don't see any slowdowns or anything uh, tying you up or slowing you down this morning. looks like Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre is looking great. Highway 90 coming through Milton and Pace. You're looking clear there on around to Scenic and into Pensacola. Uh, I-10 and I-110 are at posted speeds. Highway 29 south through Cantonment is also looking great. If you see anything out there slowing you down this morning, let me know. Call or text me on our traffic tip line, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. You know, um, one of the things, like the way you used to do advertising for your business, especially with a TV station, is if you want to do a video, you know, an ad, uh, you would call the TV station. They would come out. They'd send a crew. They'd make the video. They'd package it all together and then you'd pay them to run it every time they want to run it and they would own the video you wouldn't own it and then if you wanted to advertise on a different tv station kind of the same process would happen uh you don't have to do it that way anymore and of course you don't necessarily only want to advertise on tv you want to advertise on instagram or facebook or you know pick it okay and so everything's got different length limits everything's got different editing that you might want to all kinds of this is why you call pelican drones they are a comprehensive video production service and whatever they make for you when they're done making it, you own it. So you can use it however you want to use it. Now, obviously, they do aerial you know, footage, drone footage for all kinds of different things. They do ground-based footage for all kinds of different things. But the point is, if you're trying to do video and promote something, especially if you're doing it for social media, give Pelican Drones a call. They are fantastic at this, and they do for all kinds of major companies here in town. Uh, PelicanDrones.com if you want more information. 627 here on News Radio 92.3. Uh, what else do we have going on? Um, oh, a very weird story coming out of Japan. Did you see the Daihatsu story yesterday? This is the kind of stuff where you just think, how is this possible that this could happen? So Toyota, the parent company for Daihatsu, um, turns out that Daihatsu has been lying about the safety record of their cars for several decades. Just fabricating information. And, you know, you kind of wonder, like, what's the safety mechanism there to make sure they're doing it right? But um, including some sold under the Toyota brand. So, uh, you know, Daihatsu, the um, automaker, has halted domestic production after admitting in in Japan. Uh, It forged the results of safety tests for its vehicles for more than 30 years. And they basically stopped all of the operations, uh, including one of its headquarters in Osaka. Um, You know, in April, they had admitted to violating standards on crash tests for more than 88,000 cars, mostly sold under the Toyota brand in countries like Malaysia and Thailand. So not necessarily U.S. cars, okay? But still, my God, Toyota lost 4% on the market uh, as a result of the news. Golly, that's just, wow, amazing. 437-1620, 437-1620. Four three seven sixteen twenty four three seven sixteen twenty. Um, oh, this is. Do I want to get into this just yet? I, I, I guess I, I will talk about this just a little bit. Um, I have. A, I want to be very cautious about this story because I, we've been talking about this story ever since I came here. The Christmas. This is a bad story. Okay, the Christmas before I started on the air in um, uh, twenty thirteen. Brandon ate a lot. Um, if you don't know this story, it's a horrible story. On Christmas Eve, he kills his mom in a very ugly, horrible, terrible, brutal way. And basically was found, you know, that he was not mentally competent to handle the punishment. And so he was sent to a, you know, a mental correctional institute. And told at the time, everybody was told, and the story in the PNJ has, you know, by Molly Barrows, who's a really good reporter, um, it talks about how at the time Bill Edens, the state attorney, promised everybody that he would never, ever be released from a secure facility. 
Uh, Eden said in 2016, not only did he hear voices, he heard voices so strong that he killed his own mother. I want to reassure the general public, in my opinion, he will never get out. He's locked up in a secure facility. The only way he can get out is if he convinces a judge he's not dangerous to the community. I don't think he'll ever be able to do that because, in the most simple terms, he killed his own mother, and he said he felt like he did the right thing. Well, he's now been evaluated to be no longer insane enough to need the treatment. That Now, he's not released, but they're saying like the preconditions are there that he's been judged eligible, that he no longer meets the criteria for continued commitment. And the family is against his release for, I think, what are very understandable reasons. I think the community is kind of amazed by this. Um, you know, the next hearing is scheduled for January 4th, so we don't know what's exactly going to happen here, but... My God, you know, the promise when you lock somebody up for criminal insanity is that they never get out. They're just not put in jail forever. The idea that they would get back out is unacceptable. Fox News, I'm Therese Crowley. President Biden basking on a New Year's vacation at the Virgin Islands beachfront home of wealthy friends. He dispatched Secretary of State Blinken and Homeland Chief Mayorkas to Mexico for talks to handle the border crisis. Blinken and Mayorkas came out saying good meetings and they'll have more. While three sanctuary city mayors unite to beg for more federal aid and a coordinated plan to distribute the migrants, Denver's Mayor Mike Johnston says it's not fair. We at this point now have had more migrant arrivals to our city than any city in America per capita. And that is not because there is a thoughtful or coordinated strategy to entry. It is because we are the first big city north of El Paso and the cheapest bus ticket and the shortest trip for... Michigan's Supreme Court rejected a case to remove Donald Trump from the ballot. Now the Colorado GOP wants the Supreme Court to block Colorado's ban. America is listening to Fox News. Good morning. 631 at News Radio 923. I'm David Wayne. Right now it is partly cloudy and 47 degrees in Pensacola. Well, a little bit of a chill in the air this morning. The National Weather Service says what we're experiencing right now is the first in a series of cold fronts that are going to hit the area. You're looking at temps over the weekend, probably just in the 60s, and overnight lows could drop into the 40s. That is meteorologist Will Redman. He says central Florida is probably going to see lows down into the 40s the next several days, but we could see temps actually dropping down into the low 30s and even into the upper 20s sometime next week. Of course, we'll get more on the uh, the forecast with Brooke Richardson here in just a couple of minutes. A Pensacola man is pleading no contest in the attempted kidnapping and murder of his girlfriend and her son. According to the News Journal, 49-year-old Tamando Rubin entered those pleas December 20th on attempted first-degree murder and attempted second-degree murder, as well as uh, two counts of inflicting bodily harm during kidnapping charges. Back on December 26th of last year, Ruben stabbed Sherry Leonard in the chest and her 18-year-old son 15 times, uh, told them they were both going to die. Ruben would later be arrested at an ECAT bus station on Fairfield Drive. He's set to be sentenced on January 25th. Well, with the new year, new laws go into effect across the state. One of them has to do with the move over law that requires motorists to move to the side for law enforcement or emergency vehicles with flashing lights. Representative Alex Andrade sponsored an update to that law, which would require you to move over to another lane if you see any car stopped or stranded on the side of the road. When, when someone is 
you know, obviously in distress when they're out of their vehicle, they're in a really vulnerable position and, um, and encouraging folks to, to move over the same way they do right now uh, when a law enforcement officer is pulled over in the same location on the side of a road. It was just something that was, uh, you know, I considered important and good policy. And he tells Channel 3 that law goes into effect on Monday. FHP says they've issued over 300 move-over citations across northwest Florida in just the last year. Well, an area mother and father right now in a desperate search for their daughter after she walked out of a local addiction treatment center this week. She's a beautiful young girl and very kind-hearted and very vulnerable. She would probably walk away with anyone. That's Anna Lawson, and she says her 24-year-old daughter, Isabel, walked out of the treatment center for women in Pensacola this week. The woman reportedly didn't have her phone or any identification with her at the time. They say she was once a promising young model but fell into addiction. She was last seen at the Circle K on Cervantes in North Davis, where she was asking people for rides, reportedly. Uh, her photo is now posted on the news radio Facebook page, and if you have information on the girl's location, you're asked to contact the Pensacola Police Department. Pensacola Mayor D.C. Reeves is planning to ask the city council for more direction on the Malcolm Young gym when the city, uh, when the council meets again next week. To me, my conscience is not going to allow me to spend four times as much money as demolition would be to merely assess the building uh, without asking them again. Even though they had given me that clearance, it's just, in my mind, you know, that, to me, it's bordering on, you know, almost irresponsible uh, to spend that amount of money. For the better part of the year, it appeared as though the plans were to demolish the building. However, here in the last several weeks, a nonprofit has asked the council to look into saving it. Mayor Reeves says it would cost $100,000 just to get somebody inside to look at it, and it's not likely going to be cost-effective to rehab the building. Right now, 635 at News Radio 92.3, and Jake has our traffic on the fives. Yeah, well, everybody's making my job easy this morning. I'm not seeing any accidents or slowdowns to tell you about. Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre is flowing smoothly. Highway 90 coming out of Milton through Pace this morning is is looking really good. No accidents or slowdowns there. Highway 29 south through Cantonment is looking good as well. Uh, if you're on Chase Street or Gregory Street, Garden Street this morning, Palafox, all of those are checking in clear. No slowdowns on Cervantes and Bayfront Parkway showing no delays. Also, Avalon Boulevard is clear through Garcon Point Bridge. This traffic report is brought to you by Tire Trust Incorporated. Tire Trust Incorporated wishing you a Merry Christmas this week and a Happy New Year. Drive safe, and when it comes to your vehicle, put your trust in Tire Trust. If you see anything out there slowing you down, let me know. You can call or text me on our traffic tip line, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Thank you very much, Jake. Now our Channel 3 weather forecast. We are going to have a much cooler afternoon today. Sunny skies, high near 53 degrees. Overnight tonight, getting very cold. Temperatures dropping near 35 degrees. As you go into Friday, sunny skies continue with a high near 52. Friday night, temperatures dropping near 36 degrees. For Saturday, a nice sunny and cold pattern does continue, 55 degrees. Saturday night, temperatures dropping near 40. This is Burke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. Right now, 47 in Pensacola, 50 in Gulf Breeze, 47 in Milton. Our next news at 7 and breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 92.3.
I'm Nicole Murray with Your Money Now. Two senators from Connecticut and Massachusetts have called for Tesla to recall steering and, sus- and suspension parts after Reuters' alarming report. The letter to Tesla's top executive, Elon Musk, cited an investigation that the electric vehicle company allegedly blamed drivers for frequent failures of the vehicle's components, despite knowing the parts were flawed. Senators are calling for Musk to stop blaming customers and recall the malfunctioning vehicles. A New York judge has ruled that Alibaba must face the lawsuit faced by U.S. toy maker Kelly Toys Holding, alleging their online platform was used to sell counterfeit squish mallows. China's largest e-commerce platform tried to dismiss the motion because of how they were named. The toy company demands the faulty sales be stopped. And on Wall Street, futures are little changed as the index closes higher to an all-time high. The Dow Industrials were up 111 yesterday. The Nasdaq up 24. That's your money now. Give the star in your life the brightest gift in the world. Name a star after them. This is Rocky Moselle with International Star Registry. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, you can name a star for birthdays, weddings, or even memorials. Over 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities and individuals from around the world. The star you name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit StarRegistry.com or call 800-282-3333. Thinning hair is normal, but it doesn't have to be your fate. Once I started taking Nutrafol, I could visibly see my hair get thicker. It made my hair stronger. Nutrafol, the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement brand. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. You've got nothing to lose and everything to grow. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. The Pensacola housing real estate market has been crazy for the past few years. How do you know when to buy or sell? You'll need an expert to help you. Tune into the Pensacola Expert Panel today at 9 a.m. right after Pensacola Morning News to hear real estate expert Christina Leavenworth with Leavenworth Realty discuss current real estate conditions. That's today at 9 a.m. on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 a.m. 1620. Here's what's happening around Pensacola this week. Keep your eyes focused on the Pensacola Beach skies for the New Year's Eve fireworks all along the boardwalk. The skies over Santa Rosa Sound light up and ring in 2024 at midnight. Presented by the Santa Rosa Island Authority and the Escambia County Tourist Development Council. See PensacolaBeachChamber.com for more information. Happy New Year from News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Find more events and submit yours at NewsRadio923.com. News Radio Pensacola. Your home for informative, local, and dependable news and talk. Start your mornings off with the award winning Pensacola Morning News with Andrew McKay. Followed by the Pensacola Expert Panel with Jake. Then get informed and laugh from 11 till 2 with Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins. Followed by the Guy Benson Show. Your afternoon drive is anchored by Pensacola Right Now with Joe and Austin. Followed by Dave Ramsey. It's News Radio Pensacola. Heard on 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a partridge in a pear tree. On the second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me two turtle doves and a partridge in a pear tree. On the third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me three grandchecks, two turtle doves and a partridge in a pear tree. Well, who are you? The pun 
defendants like to slice and dice our country into red states and blue states. Red states for Republicans, blue states for Democrats. Nice thing about you, Joe, is that you can sound like a liberal, but it hearts you in America. Who filed it? Yes, who filed it? This is our game where I tell you a bill that's been filed in Tallahassee, and there's been a flurry of bills because it's the preseason still officially. Lots of bills being filed in Tallahassee, and then Jake has to tell me whether he thinks it was filed by a Republican or a Democrat. Are you ready, Jake? Uh, yeah, I'm actually decent at this you game. You are, you are. You're, you know, can I just tell you, uh, of all the producers that I have had, you are the one who gets it the most often correct and also is the least scared of this game. Oh, uh, cool. <laughs> Other people have in various degrees hated this game right. because they felt like I was making fun of them a little bit. Uh, but I was never. I just think it's, you know, it's useful as a way to talk about the bills that have been filed and it's a fun angle on it to figure out who filed it. Okay, so here we go. Um, HB 1027, Single Sex Student Organizations. Uh, the idea of this bill is to protect anybody who is in a single sex student organization from any kind of retaliation, punishment, exclusion, uh, not being given scholarships, any of that kind of stuff at the college. I think this is meant to protect fraternity and sorority members. Okay, that's the idea right. who do not include um, other genders, uh, you know, it, obviously. Uh, it, well, I mean, not obviously, but that's the idea. I think that's the idea. Who filed this, Republican or Democrat? Republican. It is a Republican. Yeah. Karen Gonzalez-Pittman. Ding, ding. Yeah, there you go. That's one for you. Uh, HB 1033. Um, prohibitions on, for example, you're not allowed to sell iguanas in pet stores oh. and you're not allowed to sell dogs or cats in domestically in pet stores uh, that you just can't have them in, for sale in the pet store anymore. A pet store may not sell or offer for sale a domestic dog or cat. Um, it's a non-criminal violation. Who wants to prohibit the sale of dogs, cats, and also it's kind of iguanas are already, but kind of it says I think it says blue iguanas or something. This this makes it so it's like all iguanas basically. So who wants to prohibit pets, uh, dogs, cats, and iguanas from being sold in pet stores? Republican or Democrat? Oh man, this is hard. Uh, Democrat? It's a Republican, Sam oh. Killebrew. I know that's one that kind of seems a little bit unusual, but uh, this is one that's been coming up a lot over the last couple of years is the effort to ban pet store sales of dogs and cats. Um, SB 1044, school chaplains. This is actually a very interesting bill. Every school district, public or charter school, which is you know also public but operated by not the public school district, uh, may adopt a policy to authorize volunteer school chaplains to provide support, service, and programs to students assigned by the school district board. So uh, who wants to make it so that your schools can have a school chaplain as a volunteer, not as an employee, but as a volunteer, and parents would be able to opt in and opt out and all this kind of stuff. Who wants to make school chaplains a possibility in public school, Republican or Democrat? Republican. It is a Republican, Aaron Grawl. This is a fascinating bill to me because as soon as I read it, I'm like, oh, duh. Why don't we have that already? <laughs> like, why are there not volunteer chaplains available at the schools? You know, you think of all the environments in which people might need counseling from uh, a clergy member certainly the schools would qualify. And, of course, the objection from uh, some people is going to be, well, that's religion in school. It's completely optional. It's a volunteer. It's not a paid position. Uh, parents can opt in or opt out. So it is completely up to the parent whether they want to take advantage of the concept of having a chaplain available on school grounds for their kids who might be in distress or need counseling or guidance about all the weighty matters that teenagers struggle with. I love this bill. The only part of this bill that I don't love and I probably think it's going to get taken out, we'll see, is there's a mandate that by January of 2025, by January no later than, every school district would have to officially vote to either allow volunteer chaplains in or not allow them. 
So it's forcing the school districts to make the choice of whether to have this optional program in their schools or not, and which I view that as a, an intrusion. You elect the school board to do their job. You don't need the state telling you that the school board has to vote whether to adopt something or not, which I think that would encourage school boards to do it because they'd be afraid to vote no on it. So I like the end result, but I don't think the state has a business in telling the school board that they have to vote on something like this, even though I love the bill and I love the idea of having chaplains in the schools. I think that's fantastic. Uh, HB 901, display of flags by government entities. A government entity, so this would be like Scambia County, City of Pensacola, City of Milton, Gulf Breeze, Santa Rosa County. Uh, a government entity may not erect or display a flag that represents a political viewpoint, including but not limited to politically partisan, so no Republican, no Democrat, no Biden-Trump, uh, racial, sexual orientation, and gender or political ideology, ideology viewpoint. The governmental entity must remain neutral when representing political viewpoints and displaying or erecting a flag. So, for example, you would not be allowed to put up the LGBT flag, the flag of many colors, mm, right, for mm -hmm, example. Mm -hmm. uh, who, who wants to do this, Republican or Democrat? Republican. It is a Republican, David Barrero. Ding. Uh, uh, very good. That's, what, two out of three so far, yeah. uh, I think, or three out of four? Yep. Anyway, uh, no, yeah, that's right, three out of four. So, um, interesting side note on this. There's been variations of this bill. And I think last year's version was the one that would say nothing but official governmental flags. It was very restrictive. And my first thought when I saw that bill come out is, oh, we wouldn't be able to be City of Five Flags anymore, which we're not City of Five Flags anymore. We're City of Four and a Half Flags now, but, you know, because um, we don't want to put up the Confederate flag. Um, but, you know, we wouldn't be able to fly the French or the Spanish or anything, or the Indian nation flags that we fly periodically in the City of Pensacola. So uh, this one doesn't say that. It just says that you can't put up uh, political viewpoint flags. Uh, let's get a quick traffic on the files. We'll do a couple more of these. Jake? Well, we're looking great out there this morning. FHP is not showing any accidents on the map. Also, uh, looking at the congestion and the backups here, I'm not seeing anything um, to speak of. Highway 98 is looking great through Gulf Breeze and Navarre. Highway 90 out of Milton and Pace is looking clear. Highway 29 south through Cantonment good as well. All the side streets are looking well. If you see anything out there this morning, let me know on our traffic tip line, 437-1620. Um, this traffic report is brought to you by Lowe's. Shop the closeout event now at Lowe's with big savings on the appliances you need now. <laughs> Lowe's knows home improvement. Shop the closeout event now at Lowe's. It's now, if you didn't know. Is it now? It's now. I think okay. it's happening right now. This uh, moment? Yes, no, right. Like, go right now at Lowe's. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. <laughs> Thanks, Jake. <laughs> SB912, back to our game. Uh, SB912, I think you're 4-1 on the day. Uh, SB912, firearms. Revising the definition of the term machine gun uh, to include particularly bump stocks, but, but what it would do is it would reclassify in the state of Florida for Florida state purposes uh, guns that have any kind of a device that simulates automatic fire would reclassify that gun as a machine gun. Therefore, it'd be a level five offense on the criminal punishment code. Who wants to restrict bump stocks, Glock, uh, switches, all that kind of stuff? Democrat. It is a Democrat. Tina Scott Polsky. I, I will tell you, as an avid gun lover, believer in the Second Amendment, I, I have no problem with this amendment. I, I think that a device that functionally converts your semi-automatic weapon into a almost fully automatic weapon um, should be illegal. If we're going to have machine guns illegal, then this ought to be illegal. And we can have a conversation about whether a machine guns be it, but I don't have any principled objection to this. Uh, 437-1620, that's 5-1 and one for you so far. Uh, mm -hmm. 
CS for SB, that's Committee Substitute for Senate Bill 462, excusal from jury service, any woman who has given birth within six months before the reporting date for summons for jury service can be excused if she asks for it for that particular request. Who wants to protect new mothers from having to do jury jury service? Republican Uh, or Democrat? Republican. It is a Republican. Again, it's the Committee Substitute, but it's Aaron Grawl's committee. Uh, And Aaron Grawl is a very active, you know, life and family. She was the one who also filed the, uh, the, the clergy bill, in case you don't remember that name. Uh, very influential and um, you know powerful uh, representative. Uh, and then I think we'll do this, uh, maybe the last one for today. Maybe we'll do one more. Um, SB 850, use of artificial intelligence in political advertising. Hmm. If you create a deep fake, if you create a video using AI of your political opponent saying something that person never actually said, you have to include a disclaimer on the ad that says, quote, created in whole or in part with the use of generative artificial intelligence AI as a kind of a disclaimer. Who wants to put that, Republicans or Democrats? Republicans. It is Republican. Nick DeSegley. Um, I don't think that's strong enough. No. Uh, I don't think that's nearly strong enough. Um, I mean, you ask me, the thing should just plain be banned. Right. Uh, I mean, honestly, like political candidates saying things they didn't actually say through the use of AI, I I mean, talk me off, that should just be illegal. Like, Period. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't see the argument to defend it, and saying, you know, putting some minor disclaimer on it. I mean, I'm better than nothing, better than running the ad, but you know, not nearly strong enough. Uh, and then the last one, and this is a super weird one. I will tell you, this is super weird, but I'll tell you why in a second. Uh, HB 807 drive-by shootings. Uh, it's designating as the Ladarius Clarity Act. Remember the former mm. Pine Forest High uh, yeah. quarterback that got shot because he, he wasn't the target, but got mm-hmm. killed here in, in Escambia County. Mm-hmm. Uh, providing criminal penalties for the offensive drive-by shooting, but it doesn't change very much. Okay, it doesn't change very much, but it does enhance the penalty ever so slightly, or maybe not at all. Anyway, uh, who wants this, uh, Republicans or Democrats? It's a hard one. I'm going to say Democrats. Okay, that's a fair guess. Okay, okay. it's a fair guess. It's not Democrats, it's Republicans. But, <laughs> but no, but but here's what's weird about this. Super weird. It wasn't filed by local representatives. It wasn't filed by Michelle Salzman. It wasn't filed by Alex Andrade, who are both Escambia County representatives. It wasn't filed by Doug Broxson. In the House, it was filed by Carolyn Amnesty, uh, Caroline Amnesty, who is a representative uh, Republican from Orange County. And uh, Bernie Jacques co-filed uh, uh, it from Pinellas County. And um, I believe she's white and she he's black. If I'm just because Larry Slater is black at drive-by shootings, maybe black representatives would file. Might be, that was my thought. Is I'm like. Why wouldn't it be local followed? Why wouldn't maybe Democrats followed out of state? Brian Avila in the in the uh, in the Senate is uh, from Miami Dade, and I actually asked Alex Andrade about this. I said, "Do you know why an act was filed namesaking a local murder victim, but it wasn't filed by any of the local representatives?" Um, and and he said that uh, he wasn't sure, but he would he would find out. Um, and, you know, I still have to talk to him about this, but uh, apparently Chip Simmons was kind of asking for this. And uh, I think Alex had said that it didn't, like, that didn't seem to do anything to him because he asked and there was no follow-up on that. Uh, and he says that um, maybe Michelle Salzman had asked um, Carolyn Amnesty to file it for her. I'm not sure if uh, Michelle might be out of her local bill slots, but it's just kind of an odd thing that, again, a bill filed with the namesake of a local victim of a crime uh, to— theoretically p- 
punish drive-by shootings, although I'm not sure that it really accomplishes that objective, uh, why that wasn't filed by any local representative. So we'll find out more about this, but I thought that was kind of an odd one that showed up on my radar when I was looking through all the bills filed yesterday. 652 on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. And we're back with the action. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever? That's right, Jim. With an irresistible taste and zero sugar, Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any sports fan. So make sure you... Wait, Jim, I didn't mean try it right now. We're still on the air. Mmm. Best Coke ever? Take a taste, Jen. Really? No, not right now, Jen. We got a game to call. The following message is sponsored by the Florida Department of Elder Affairs, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Sarah is 64 and loves to garden. Recently, her health insurance ran out, leaving her worried about more than just weeds. She called the Elder Helpline and spoke with a volunteer shine counselor about her options. There, she received free, unbiased counseling on health insurance for those on Medicare. For more information or to volunteer, call 1-800-963-5337 or go to floridashine.org. News Radio 92.3 AM 1620 is accepting applications for employment. Periodically, we have openings in sales, business, news, promotions, engineering, production, and programming. We'll keep your application for consideration when such an opening occurs. We also provide internships for qualified students. Apply online at News Radio 92.3 or at our studios at 7251 Plantation Road between 8.30 a.m. and 5.30 p.m. ADX Communications is an equal opportunity employer. Hey, it's Andrew McKay wishing you a happy new year from all of us at News Radio 92.3. News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. For a gallon of gas, 312. Florida's 311. Uh, uh, Mississippi has 267. And California has 465. If you're in Navarre this morning, uh, best price is not at the Walmarts, apparently. 269 on the west side of the Tom Thumb. That's Cumberland Farms now, I would think. And 267, actually, at one of the at the Sefco going up 87. That must be a new Sefco. I haven't seen that one yet, so I haven't been over that area in, in a little while. 276 in Tiger Point at the Circle K. Uh, 289 going through Gulf Breeze. I think that's the Exxon. 278 in Milton at the Sefco. 278 in Pea Ridge at the Murphy across from the Walmart. And then 279 if you wait till the raceway going through Pace. Getting over into Pensacola. 270, let's see, 7 at the Walmart on 9 Mile. Uh, coming in from the southwest side. Looks like your best price is 265 at the Gas and Go or the old, uh, gotcha, I can't remember, TNC? Is that what that was originally? 655 on News Radio 923, informative. Local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. Jake's got our traffic on the fives. Jake. All right. I'll just call it Thumberland Farms. Oh, I like yeah, that. Yeah, That's like clever. That? Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So looking across the maps here around town, we are, are just, we're looking great. No accidents reported by FHP or FDOT. Um, it looks like no slowdowns. Uh, here we go. Get back to my map. Uh, Chase Street, Gregory Street, Garden Street, Palafox, all checking in clear. No slowdowns on Cervantes. Bayfront Parkway is checking in without delays. Avalon Boulevard is clear through Garson Point Bridge. Highway 98, east and westbound through uh, Gulf Breeze and Navarre. You're looking great there as well. If you see anything out there this morning, please let me know. Call or text me on our traffic tip line, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Thanks so much, Jake. I got a couple, pardon me, got a couple of texts in here talking about the um, the bill that would reclassify 
bump stocks and Glock switches, for example, although it doesn't specify Glock switches, but I'm sure it would, it would qualify as machine guns in the state of Florida. And uh, people text in to tell me that, uh, Andrew, you've got it wrong. Machine guns, automatic weapons are not illegal as long as you go through the hoops. And uh, oh, OK, <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, yes, I understand. But somebody else said um, bump stock does not make your AR-15 or any other rifle uh, automatic because you still have to pull the trigger over and over again. It's just a semi-automatic faster at it. Um, hmm. Yes and no. The, the way the bump stock works, and I know this person, I'm, I'm assuming this person knows this, is uh, the recoil goes into your shoulder or your hand, and then uh, a spring built into a device that attaches to the the gun at some point, uh, typically to the stock, um, then it pushes it back, like springs it back into your finger. So the basically the gun is firing itself against your finger. Yes, it only fires as rapidly as one trigger pull, but the gun is pulling the trigger rather than you pulling the trigger, and so it is functionally different. And, and again, I understand it's still semi-automatic in actual uh, function for firing rounds, but it functions as an automatic weapon. That's the reason, for example, that the Las Vegas shooter used him. 657 on News Radio 92.3. David Wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines. David? A federal judge is temporarily blocking an Idaho law that would ban gender-affirming care for minors. It would uh, make treatment a felony punishable by up to a decade in prison. That was set to take effect on January 1st. It's facing some legal challenges. Today expected to be a busy one on the roads and in the skies. Millions of people are making their way back home after their Christmas vacations. More than 115 million people have traveled over the holiday season. AAA recommends hitting the road sooner rather than later. And uh, users of Amazon Prime Video not too happy about a price hike coming up for ad-free shows. The streaming service posted a statement this week saying starting on January 29th, Prime Video movies and TV shows will be including limited advertisements, but if you don't want them, you got to pay an extra $2.99 a month. Well, I tell you, there's there's nothing more thrilling than watching a movie on a streaming service and having to deal with the ads that you cannot fast forward through. <laughs> on a streaming service you're already paying yearly for, That's Exactly. by the right. way. That's exactly right. All right, David, thanks so much for the update. Time now for... Future news. Future news. I still have a funny story about this to tell you later. I just haven't (laughs) haven't had time to do it yet. Um, All right. First question for future news. Clergy in church bill, the bill Aaron Grawl's running, in schools, excuse me, that would allow school districts to have volunteer clergy serve in the schools if the parents want the kids to have access to them. Will that bill pass, and will we have clergy in Santa Rosa and Escambia County? I hope so, yes. Yes, yes, and yes. And it's it's a very interesting bill. I, I love the idea of it. Um, prohibiting AI from being used, generative AI from being used in uh, political ads. The bill putting a disclaimer, will that pass? Yes. Will Yes, it, it, that'll pass. It's will we enough. have a broader, more robust prohibition against all generative AI, deepfake, so to speak, in political ads? I hope so. Man, I hope so. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely think that should be done. And listen, maybe we come back and find a way to allow it under some kind of satire purpose or something like that, but hmm. you, you, start, you stop it to begin with. Don't let it get a foothold. You're listening to... News Radio 92.3, WNRP, Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.